Hey everyone, this is Ashley, producer of the OpStars podcast. Today we're bringing you a special episode featuring a live session recorded at OpStars 2023 in San Francisco. Enjoy. Welcome everyone to your favorite session of OpStars. My name is Joe Casson. I run solution engineering at a company called Qualified.com, uh, a pipeline generation platform. Um, today we're going to talk, be talking about how you can route your way to more website pipeline. And so in order to uncover what that actually means, uh, we're gonna be diving into a few different topics. First, when you have people coming to your website, a problem we've often heard is a leaky bucket problem. You have leads coming in and lean data can help you solve that on one end, qualified can help you solve that on another. And to be totally honest, when we're thinking about preparing for this session, a question that I get quite often, people say, so qualified looks awesome. I've invested a lot of time into lean data. How do these two things work together? So we're actually going to talk a little bit about that. And when we get to that section, I'm going to bring up my colleague, uh, the handsome gentleman, Kieran, over here on your left-hand side. Kieran's our VP of Revenue Operations. We'll actually dig into how he's implemented lean data at Qualified and how we use those two things in concert. Um, and then to finish up the session, um, we'll be able to give you a real live demo of exactly how this actually plays out. And so you can see some things that you could actually potentially implement, what to look for in your own implementations today. So. Talk a little bit about the problem. So I think everybody here probably is familiar with this, but it takes a lot of time and energy to make sure that when you have a lead or a prospect that you're interested in talking to, maybe it's even an existing customer, getting them connected with the right rep. Um, Lean Data is an, has an entire product set of revenue orchestration built around this. Qualified also really focuses on this too. So we're thinking about this, it's trying to, with both platforms, we're solving this same problem, but in a little bit of a different way. We're looking at essentially all of these different inputs from different sources, whether it's your uh, Salesforce CRM, your marketing automation, maybe it's your sales loft, the emails that you've sent, data enrichment. These are all providing different uh, visitor attributes or prospect attributes that then help you determine who should own this lead, who should be talking to this lead while they're there and hopefully getting into a conversation that drives the ball forward, accelerates that revenue. Now, qualifies end of the conversation. We really started our roots in the world of conversations. This is actually having human conversations on your website. There's a whole element of adding in automation with chatbots. Um, we've actually expanded our platform to incorporate things like uh, signal intent and uh, parts of meeting booking. But the focus for today when our customers talk about lean data is about conversations and getting connected. Now, we actually lean our architecture on how we connect to all of your different systems. I mentioned these, uh, uh, a couple of these points where it's things like your CRM, your marketing automation, but it also is a process of de-anonymization, trying to figure out, take all those in real time, figure out who is this person and who's the right person on my team to go and talk to them. Lean data, I probably don't need to spell this out too much. You've gotten quite the insight throughout the other sessions, but lean data is obviously approaching this from an assignment point of view. They're trying to make sure that when a new lead comes in or they have a contact that wants to talk to someone, who's the right person on our team? Do we actually already have this as a record? Is this a duplicate? Uh, maybe this needs to go to our round robin, to our routers for different territories. Lean data is focused on that ownership side. So if Qualified's thinking about these real-time conversations, lean data is also thinking about who should own this relationship in perpetuity. And so there's a bit of overlap uh, in helping each other out there to make sure that this facilitates a seamless experience. Because really, at the end of the day, we're trying to turbocharge your revenue experience. I tried to get this in here with the meme where it's the two hands working together, and marketing said, you can't do that. We have to have something that's a little bit nicer here. But 
to actually put this into how does this work in the real world, this is what I'll invite uh, that handsome gentleman I mentioned before. This is Kieran Snaith. Kieran, come on, join me on, this, on stage. Come on, let's hear it for Kieran. Here you go. Thanks, Joe. So Kieran, I know you're our VP of Revenue Operations. Tell me a little bit about yourself, what you do at Qualified. Yeah, absolutely. My name is Kieran Safe, uh, VP Revenue Operations at Qualified. Uh, span your typical revenue operations function, marketing operations, sales operations, success ops. Uh, in addition to that, one thing that's unique about my role is the inside sales team reports directly into me. So we have a SDR team, a BDR team, essentially our go-to-market pod rolls right up into uh, my business. So one thing I'll just call out there, because Kieran is... Uh, a master operator, but he also does have those BDRs and SDRs roll up to, which is a little bit unique. Um, Kieran, I know that we've talked about that and put some time in to think about it. Why do you do that? What's, what's the choice there? Yeah, I mean, that's where I have most of my experience is actually in inside sales, go to market, kind of planning those types of operations. So um, with the current structure, I report directly into the CRO. It makes a lot of sense for us to have that inbound and outbound team roll directly into me. We're closing that pipeline. We can make very fast adjustments to the front of the funnel, both from an inbound and outbound perspective. So, okay, so we're gonna get to this. Kieran recently purchased Lean Data, but it sounds like being that connected to the SDRs and BDRs, besides just running revenue ops, you're probably pretty close to the problems and the pains yes. that those people feel. 100%. You, you feel it every single day on the I front do, lines. I do, I live it. Yes, so he lives it with the team that he's supporting, but he's also the one putting it into action. So if you have questions after this, Kieran is the person that probably sees it on both sides and give you some good insights. Um, now. We're going to go into why Kieran bought Lean Data recently. We got it implemented. Just a quick show of hands. Who here uses Lean Data today? Okay, so at least at least 50%, probably more. This is going to, hopefully this will be insightful to give you an idea of how we handle it, why Kieran chose that, and then maybe some points, pointers and tips for uh, your evaluation going forward. So Kieran, let me ask you, why did you buy Lean Data recently? Yeah, great question. The big thing for us, the compelling event was, was time. Um, we're a pretty heavy event company. We do about 30 to 50 events uh, in a given year. You know, one of the things was really like routing, getting those leads like into the sales team's hands, attributing them, attributing them appropriately, getting them into the campaign and routed was very difficult. Could take us an hour to six hours per event list that we had. Um, so that was really a problem. And that was the compelling event that made us kind of go out and, and do that evaluation. Um, outside of that, really looking um, at how we can automate these processes so across our entire lead life cycle, sales operations cycle, and how we can just automate and essentially scale um, everything automatically. Yeah, I mean, Kieran is going to go through this a little bit, but it seems like the biggest thing, just saving him time. He's not cheap as, a, as an asset in our company. It's actually quite expensive. How do you think he afforded this suit? Um, but this is a thing that's helped our business actually just take a lot of weight off of it because we do focus so much on trying to drive leans through these events. Now, I already gave a little bit of a preamble, Kieran, but I'd like to hear it in the operator's words. Um, how do you think about the overlap between qualified and lean data? Yeah, it's extremely complimentary. The way that I really look at it today um, is that we have qualified handling all of your like prospect matching, making sure that the right rep is having that conversation on the website, okay? So everything's happening right there with qualified. When we move over to lean data, this is really like the you know, the, the backbone of what's happening inside of our Salesforce instance. We have, a, again, account-based motion. It's really important that we keep everything aligned to those accounts, both owners across AEs, BDRs, SEs, all those different things. Um, so we look at it as a really complimentary, um, you know, uh, they complement each other really well because what we're able to do is keep all of that data organized and then deliver a better experience on the website um, because everything is owned by the correct rep and we're able to route that lead to the right rep at the right time. It's basically fueling each other. If you make sure that a new lead that comes in from qualifying on the website 
gets routed to the right rep. If they were to come back or you need to email them, you know that it's going to be the seamless experience so you can go step by step by step through the revenue cycle. Exactly. Cool. Um, okay. So then I know that we actually, this, the snow, or sorry, the uh, lean data team said that we were a bit of a snowflake in terms of our implementation. Yes. You tell me about it. Yeah. What do we easy. do? So right now we've, uh, we've actually implemented lean data across three different objects. Um, and that's not typically standard. Typically people are running on like contacts and accounts. Lead is essentially our storing ground. Anytime we do a campaign, we do an event, much like this event, we store that in the lead object. Everything is kind of being, uh, the way we're using lean data on, on the lead is kind of routing, owning, deduplication, merging, things like that. Because of our account-based model, it's really important um, that we have really great uh, like alignment on the contacts like to that master account record. So lean data is keeping all of our contacts squeaky clean and aligning it to the account. And the last thing on the account, uh, we do a lot of different things here. We're a SixthSense uh, user and, and partner. So the way that we actually orchestrate our sales team is based on intent. And when this intent, when intent scores on an account hit a certain point, we then round robin, we do scheduled routing, things like this. So really we, our goal is to get an account to a certain stage and then we can seamlessly route that across the, uh, the go-to-market team. Love it. So I, I actually was thinking about while well, we were doing the implementation. So we finished this, we've been live for, I don't know, how long now? Uh, about four weeks, four weeks, five weeks. It's been yeah, seamless so new. far. Um, and I actually was thinking about who is impacted, I guess, the most by us using lean data. I know you talked about the hours saved. Yeah. I'm curious your perspective about your stakeholders in the process. Yeah, I think the biggest benefiters are probably the operations team. I mean, it, even in, we, we said 30 events, right? Uh, this can take up to five hours per event. So we're saving 150 hours over the course of a year just by implementing lean data and getting the lead list off of the operating team's plate. So I think that that's one of the, the primary benefit to the operating team. Then when I look at marketing, marketing sleeps well at night knowing that the right lead is in the right hands in real time, okay? So that's the marketing benefit. On sales, they really like the aspect of this like dynamic territory piece, right? Traditionally, what we've done as a recorder, we sit down, we pull up a spreadsheet, we ink these territories, and then we wait till the next quarter to kind of revisit that. Now we're in a position with lean data where we can actually dynamically do these assignments based on an unowned account that is a fit, hits a threshold, we can route that directly to sales. Then on success, this is all about just keeping our accounts organized, contacts as well, doing automatic lead conversion and associating that to the customer account um, and different customer account alignments. And I know, so just to put this into some real world context, um, that account routing, that lead routing for each of the sales teams from the marketing events, one of the events that we do is something called Taste of Qualified. This is like a monthly virtual, we get some smiles, maybe some attendees in the past, basically send you a bunch of wine and you, we have a good marketer discussion about hot topics, things like uncuttable budget items. We get a lot of leads through there. We also know that the people that go to those events, we have to give them a special experience on our website. So each of the leads that comes through there, we give them some attributes, do some marketing attribution. So we understand where they were in the funnel, bring them back through to Kieran's process that he's orchestrated to make sure it goes to the right person to follow up. So the event becomes actually like a full cycle. They come into the top of the funnel. We make sure we assign that, hey, these people attended one of our events. We got them sufficiently a, a good amount of wine in their system. Let's go talk to them for another demo after this. And it makes sure that they turn into customers and then we bring back for future events. So it ends up being a full life cycle, I think, where this process of using lean data in concert with it has ended up helping our marketing team quite a bit. Um, okay, so this is also a thing that we think about. I don't know if anybody has picked up on it, but if you have leads coming to your website and you have other people that may already own them from lean data, there's potentially a little bit of tension between the two because there's 
two different people working potentially the same lead. So Kieran, I know it's a topic we've talked a lot about. Yeah. How do you think about deal credit when it comes to qualified and lean data? Yeah, before we move in and talk about like deal credit, I think that you know the, the reason that we're even facing this problem is we live in a world today where people can come to your website and book a meeting automatically. There's no sales rep that's driving it. There's no ad that's driving it. There's no email activity. Um, so the big thing there is, you know, we, we're now in a unique position where we can understand very comprehensively the entire customer journey and how that individual came inbound. So there's really, you know, qu no question about how this lead came about, how we generated that opportunity. So that's the piece on kind of qualified. The way that we actually do deal credit is all based on engagement. Uh, we break our business into bits, uh, sorry, uh, growth, corporate, and uh, enterprise. Uh, and basically we have different thresholds that we're looking for from a sales rep before they could actually take credit or be credited for that opportunity. So, hey, SMB, you need to have a certain amount of engagement so you can get credit on that op. Enterprise, we actually lift that engagement. We don't wanna just see an email logged out to one individual. We wanna make sure you've actually identified that buying team, done a good job. If you have impacted that customer journey that arrived on the website, booked a meeting, we credit the deal. If there is not any of that active engagement, uh, we omit the credit there. Got it. So actually, and the, the thing that I just noticed, we were prepping for this and even talking about it, two, three, and four, any logic to why those numbers for the amount of opens or that level of engagement for the different segments? Yeah, uh, so we did some analysis on basically what it took to get a customer to our website in a particular segment. So we just took the averages of our ideal customer profile and said, hey, how many emails, opens, replies does it take in a given segment to actually get them to the site? We revisit this every quarter. If we see any changes, we kind of update the rules of engagement. Yeah, it makes sense. Enterprise, you have to go wider, more touches to get a real meaningful engagement. Yeah, cool. All right, so now the most important question for my lean data folks in the crowd, ROI. I know we just invested uh, our own and I think some of the people are thinking, hey, uh, for the people not using it yet, is there an idea of how you're shaping up? Like, I know we have our CEO in the back of the room right now. How is he thinking about, Kieran, was this a worthwhile investment for us? Yeah, exactly. I mean, the first thing is time. I already talked about it, right? But saving that 150 hours across our operating team, um, that's absolutely like a, a massive saving. So we have that operational savings immediately. Outside of the operational like savings, we've got drastic improvements across our go-to-market. You know, we're now in a position where our data is going to be squeaky clean at all times so that we can provide that amazing customer experience on the website uh, via qualified. Um, and then outside of that, giving just time and cycles back to our, our sales operations staff, territories, managing accounts, deduping. This was all done manually by one individual inside of our company. It's now done automatically. We have dynamic territories that move on a weekly basis. Um, and that's saving us a lot of time there. Love it. So, all right, Karen, just to close out our little chat and the deep dive into the real world. Um, any advice for the folks before we jump into the demo? Yeah, I, I think the one thing I would say is we're, Probably most of us are operators. Show of hands, who's an operator in the room? Okay. All right, cool. great. So, yeah. You know, you get into this role because you can do a lot of these different things, right? Um, you, you're, you're, you're able to build, you're able to scale, but just because you know how to do it doesn't mean that you should, doesn't mean that you should be investing your time, even just reeling back to our like event, you know, list issue, right? Um, we need to, to make investments there very quickly. Be critical on the, er the areas that you're maybe wasting time. Move quickly, let automation do the work. Love it. Kieran, thank you very much. Joe. Let's hear it for Kieran. All right, let's do a demo. So for the purpose of our demo today, I think we've, we've, I've introduced qualified sufficiently well enough. This is an example on the Lean Data website. And down in the bottom right, you can see our conversational messenger uh, popping up with an offer. 
Now, depending on what we know about a person, we might change this offer. Um, whether it's a known account, we might try to alert the existing sales team. If it's in a particular targeted vertical, maybe we give them some content. For the sake of our conversation today, you're gonna to hear me reference Dialpad a few times. This is a nice mutual customer between qualified and lean data. And if you see Jordan Statlin, he's a friend of ours. He's helped us uh, get both of them set up. So on the website, if we do have this normal welcome that comes up, when Dialpad actually comes to the website, they'll get a different experience in two different ways. One is that this messenger will pop up with a more targeted case study, uh, our friends over at Snowflake, with maybe something that's a little bit more compelling for an action. But at the same time, we're actually triggering some of Qualified's AI capabilities to do automated routing to then proactively engage that visitor on the site. I may slip and call this a pounce. We call that pounces internally, but we're pouncing on the visitor. But the concept here, while very simple, is architecturally quite difficult to do because you're, from the moment that they land, figuring out who are the different, what are the different attributes that should determine that this visitor gets connected to a person on your team. And this AI assistant helps initiate that conversation for us. By the way, just thinking of numbers, this, when we see this as a human-led AI-driven conversation, or sorry, human-led AI assistant conversation, super effective to boost engagements with those top target accounts the moment that they land. Okay, so we have this visitor here. Now they might say, um, hey, yeah, I have a few questions for you. And this will kick it over to my team that's inside of Qualified. So inside of here, I can now see there you go. My different segments and streams. And you can see this person replied to my auto pounce and I should either prioritize for me to jump in. A little background on this too. This is all bespoke to me and my view. Again, these are visitors that have been routed to me for one reason or another, whether I own that territory or I own that specific relationship. When I see that there's a person from Dialpad on the website, I jump into that conversation and I say, hey, you know what? Um, yes, hi there, Joe here. Um, I can chat with you. Uh, I'm available if you'd like to chat. Now, in this case, we have our visitor on the website. They're, they're going through and they might have some, I have pricing questions. And this is where we can jump into a real-time like sales conversation. Great, this is gonna go back and forth. And this is a big part of our demo that you'll actually end up seeing if you chat with us in our booth or we set up time for later. But I wanna talk a little bit more about the time that we have um, setting up the routing rules behind this. Like, why did I get brought into this conversation? And then how does that turns, translate later into if I create this lead for the visitor Jordan from Dialpad, um, how that actually ends up in lean data? So I'll jump behind the scenes. And if I go into our qualified configuration, let's see if I can zoom in. By the way, if you can't see anything, just like, I can't see it. I'll try to zoom in as much as I can. Um, we have on our left-hand side, our different configurations, say our uh, different experiences around our automatic, the buttons that you can click on. But what, what we're focused on is the conversational routing. And in this section, we're actually determining through a bunch of those different attributes that we detect. If we have a tier one diamond account on the website, maybe they, maybe they fall into one of our Salesforce target account lists. Maybe they're in our segment that's defined based on our EBM criteria. This person is super important to us. So when they go through a series of steps, maybe they click through my sales loft email. Maybe they came to the site, not through an email, but we know that they're owned by someone because they're a known lead or a contact can alert those people if they're using qualified. But again, we're thinking not everybody's always there. You sometimes go out for lunch, you maybe go on PTO. Um, and that's why we have these fallback rules in place to say, maybe there's a group of people that owns that territory here. But we're really looking at, I think the key here is 
When Lean Data helps set up those ownership rules inside of Salesforce, that's what we lean on to make sure that if that person comes back, we're respecting that ownership and giving them the first strike at the opportunity to start that conversation. So we have this process now to make sure that that visitor gets connected as quickly as possible. Now, if I go over to our routing graph, our friend Jordan, he entered our lead queue. He came in as a new lead. And this process went through, I'm getting some nods like, yeah, this is nice. This is, this is into the guts of lean data configuration that Kieran has helped set up. We check if this person's already owned by someone, see if there's some duplicates. We look at what Qualified has gathered for us on the UTM tracking and all the GA, uh, GA uh, tracking codes and make sure that this gets put into the right uh, round robin for our inside sales reps. So essentially taking a very quick interaction on the website and moving them into uh, our lead queue so that we, we can then go work. Now Jordan in our case, he has uh, been not only created as a lead, but then we bumped him up to a contact inside of our Salesforce, got him connected to the account. This is actually a portion of our process where we lean a little bit on lean data for getting the people into the queue. We also look at our own intent signals where we say, hey, we have these different accounts that have been showing intent. They've been going to different pages. You should start to talk to them about the pages that they particularly care about, those products. So Qualified Signals is telling me, not only are these accounts heating up in their interests, Lean Data's got them into my queue. I know now what to say for this visitor. So if I'm gonna try to get on their calendar, it's gonna be a really nice bespoke email, right person, right time. So this ends up in our friend's inbox. And we'll open this over here in a new window. And what this is essentially doing is again, respecting those routing rules that Lean Data has already set up. We know who the owner is for the account. We know that. Joe Kasson, Jordan Stodland from Dialpad has clicked for your email. We know that Jordan is on the website, so we can hopefully jump into this conversation as quickly as possible. If I go over into here, I can see Jordan is now in my sales outbounded tier one diamond account. I know he's really important. I've pulled in all of that data. And again, it's not going to everybody. That alert would drive me insane. Actually, a little behind the scenes. In the old days, we were just getting started. We used to have that alert go off every time we had an ad click through and it would tell us the dollars that we spent. I will tell you, it does remind you how much you're spending on your ads, but it does drive you a little insane as well when those alerts keep coming in. So we try to keep them very targeted and focused based on the routing rules between those two platforms. And now I can jump in, start that conversation, and I can say, um, hey, this is Joe here available to chat about that email that I sent you through SalesLoft. I get all the context that I need uh, about this individual, about their account, so I can have a really high fidelity conversation and hopefully plug some of those buck, uh, holes in your leaky bucket, generate some more pipeline for your marketing team and sales team. So thank you for your time. Hope you enjoyed. The Opstars podcast is brought to you by Lean Data. To find out more about us and our suite of Salesforce native products for marketing, sales, and revenue operations, head to leandata.com and then make sure to search for Opstars in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, or anywhere else that podcasts are found. Make sure to click subscribe so you don't miss on any future episodes. On behalf of the team here at Opstars and Lean Data, thanks for listening.